Satnam, beautiful sovereign woman. Welcome to the Sovereign Woman Movement Show, where it's on mission to awaken the women of the world spiritually by empowering them with the holistic tools that they need to heal body, mind, and spirit so we can bring an online society. I am here with a very beautiful birthday girl. <laughs> so whose birthday is it today? It's your birthday? Yes. It is this beautiful goddess's birthday right here. So we are actually having brunch, like super late brunch, huh? Yes. It's more like more like lunch, but we still order brunch. Um, there's this cute little place for any of you that are in Arizona, in Litchfield, old Litchfield. And what's the name of the place? Um, Park Cafe. Oh, it's called Park Cafe? Yeah. So Park Cafe, she's here like almost every weekend. <laughs> but uh, they have really good brunch, really good lunch, uh, local want to come check it out ladies because it is delicious i'm having the chilaquiles and the chai almond uh tea what are you having Susie? i'm having huevos rancheros and a mimosa i'm trying to get her nice and uh drunk over here <laughs> so she could uh spill the beans you know we've been talking about sacred relationships and about relationships this whole entire week and so i wanted to actually bring her on today on her birthday to share with us some wisdom as it relates to relationships because she has a lot of wisdom <laughs> especially when we talk about relationship and she's somebody I know to see that I've told you this before but I I can when, whenever I'm having any problems with relationships especially or any challenges you've always been an amazing sounding board for me you've always been somebody who has grounded me has really helped me move through some really uh, tough times even as it relates to relationships so for me you are a soulmate so I just want to say that to you happy birthday and I love you thank you and if you could uh, share something with our audience with our community about relationships we talked about forgiveness we talked about the yoga of relationships which is that it needs work every single day what do you think would be like your your top giveaway as it relates to relationships and helping women establish solid sacred ones? Yeah, I mean, I think we we all can share wisdom with each other, right? Because uh, we've all seen ourselves in some type of relationship um, where we had to problem solve, <laughs> we had to uh, forgive, um, and we've had to accept not only others but ourselves. Um, in, in in certain situations so I think my biggest thing is like you know the forgiveness that you wish that you had for yourself that's always the one you should walk with in every relationship you know I think that's the hardest part I think about forgiveness is that we think that we need to forgive someone else but the hardest person to forgive is yourself right and we've talked about this a lot of times as it relates to when we don't forgive our our inner ourselves it's like our inner child throws these tantrums and and puts up these barriers to protect herself but ultimately the lesson is is acceptance don't you think and and, yeah. and knowing that because I, I think a lot of people also get really scared with the whole i have inner child uh, programming now i'm going to be attracting these situations to me and then they blame themselves for being in these relationships I, how, what would you say to someone that perhaps feels that they're in a situation that is toxic and that, you know, doesn't want to continue to blame herself and that perhaps needs to forgive herself? 
Oh, that's a hard one. Um, because I've been there before, you know. Um, I've been in situations where I've I've known that something was not right, and I've known that perhaps I was I was not valuing myself as I should. Um, and and again, the strength is not going to come from outside sources. It's always going to come within, you know, the strength to be able to make any decision, whether it's to stay or to go, because both are decisions that you're making every day. You know, whether you stay or you go, it's a de- it's a decision you're making, whether it's conscious or not. Um, and shifting yourself to be able to to see the situation and stepping out of it really really you know will help you walk in your power and that's the thing too right is that once you start knowing yourself more um, then you're able to make those decisions and able to walk in those decisions with your head held high and you're able to forgive a lot easier right yeah and that's what we were talking about this morning even because, you know, relationships are so tricky, especially if you're in a long-term relationship, you know, that people change and evolve. And like we were saying, the other side or even you, you're not conscious 100% of the time. I was I was sharing with Lizzie this morning how, you know, my husband, he couldn't find something that he had put away and he kept blaming me that I had put it away. And I was like, I didn't fucking put away that shit. You put it away. And then it went from, I didn't put that way to, no, you always lose my shit. And I'm like, I didn't lose your shit. You know, and then we got into it. And it was like, if you don't know who you are, you will take everything they say personally. Whether it's, I don't know where your shit is. You didn't take the trash out. Because let me tell you, ladies, the relationships that I've seen end, they don't end for the big things. They end because they're so fed up with the bullshit. You know, the the same little nuisance that you're, you did this, you did that, and you didn't do that. So forgiveness is is almost like part of the relationship. You literally cannot detach yourself from it unless unless you fully self-realize. If you're an awakened being, if you're completely conscious 100% of the time, you're going to align yourself with someone like that and you're going to have the relationship like Mary Magdalene and Jesus Christ or Osiris and Isis, right? But if you're not enlightened and if you're not conscious 100% of the time, then the only thing you can do is learn to work on yourself so that you learn to remember who you are so that when the other person is not conscious and they I don't know about you Lizzie but and and I know that this is something that I took from my parents and seeing them in their relationship but two people that have been together for a long time especially they know so much about each other that they literally say the exact things that are the most hurtful to make sure that the other person is hurt and that's supposed to be the person you love so it's like it's not even enemies that tell you the worst shit in the world it's like it's your relationship because your relationship knows how what ticks you off what triggers you and if you piss them off hell yeah they're gonna use it against you so if you have no level of like knowing who you are and knowing that that person is also projecting and that fights can occur at any moment especially if you have these expectations oh everything's been going great but all of a sudden you have this low point then you're not really realizing what relationships are. And it's like your meditation practice, like I've been telling you, Lizzie. You know, it's a, meditation practice is like every day is not a fun honeymoon. There are some days you don't want to do it. And that's the exact same thing with forgiveness. There are some days you don't want to do it. You just want to say, get out of my life. But the what we're trying to get to is that if you do that, you're going to keep attracting the same situations out there and, and, and not fixing the root problem. 
Does yeah. that kind of make sense? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think um, when you get into relationships, really, they're gonna they're gonna highlight the darkness and the shadows. You know, you'll start seeing more of how you react to things and how the other person reacts. And like you said, it brings up triggers of of childhood. You know, what we went through in in our childhood, how we felt. I know we were talking about just, you know, being children and, and not being able to really emotionally put together what we're feeling or what we're going through when we experience negative emotions growing up. You know, we're, we're learning and we're growing uh, for your emotional intelligence and, and all of that stuff when you're first learning those negative emotions, those are the strongest memories that we hold. And they're the ones that you often come up when you're dealing with someone that you love because it's often those that love you that teach you the darkness and the light that you have within yourself. And that's actually exactly what a twin flame is. It's a, yes, someone that loves you, we call it, you know, a tough love. And that's why with her, you know, I, I feel like you're my soulmate. I can tell her something and she's not going to sugarcoat it. She's going to tell me this is where you need to bring some awareness, you know. Even when she comes to me with her relationship problems, I don't right away take her side. I'm like, let's really slow down and really look at the whole picture so we can, you know, actually look at the problem and not, and not, uh, not make it, not, not let you victimize yourself. Cause that's the thing that you don't need someone, you feeling victimized is not going to help in any shape or form, right? It's so important for us just to understand that I guess, and I only know one couple, my mother-in-law did tell me that like I was telling you this one time, my mother-in-law told me that she, um, they, they were living with my brother-in-law and sister-in-law for some time because they're getting a new house that's being built. And the other day she did tell me that she has never heard my brother-in-law and sister-in-law fight in the entire time they were there with them. And it was like six months. So I have never met another relationship myself. And I believe her because they are a very beautiful couple. They're very, very conscious. They're both very wise and mature. So I, I totally believe that that's the reality and the truth. They're very sweet people. They're they're just very, maybe they are enlightened, and maybe that's why they don't fight. But it's very rare, and I don't I, I, I don't know. Do you know anybody else that I mean perhaps has never been through some kind of a, some kind of hurdle that they needed to overcome in a relationship? No, no. I mean, a lot of us don't talk about it, right? right. Uh, a lot of us try not to focus or or just speak about that stuff, right? Because it's it's difficult it's stuff that we don't normalize as well and and then we start just holding it in and and we think that the best way is just not to speak on how we feel to avoid the fights when where fights sometimes fights are a good thing (laughs) you know sometimes we're we're meant to create that that fire but but also um I, i do believe that there are people out there that are just their soulmates you know that's just that's the person that their soul feels more comfortable around right i'm glad you said that because that's actually what jogi bhajan said he was the tantric master who brought kundalini from the east to the west he actually said that you should schedule your fights yeah (laughs) that sundays are a great day you know pick it and you know don't worry about the rest of the week come together schedule that fight and hash it out because uh, that is exactly what we were referring to a little bit earlier you know it's as an inner child we didn't get that opportunity to express the emotions to express that we didn't feel that we were being seen that we were loved unconditionally so then when we also do that as adults and not express it ooh. 
that's when it starts to become not only mental disease, but it starts to become actual physical disease, which is not, yeah. it's something we really, really want to avoid. Can I get any plates off the way? Oh, we're still working on these, yeah, thank you so much. So we're going to not do this one too long because we're going to have some fun, maybe take Lizzie out. And Did you see that she cut her hair, by the way? This is what she did for her birthday. Look at this gorgeous goddess here. And she just uh, cut her hair completely. She told me she had an appointment this morning to meet her for brunch. And then I get here and I'm like, your hair's gone. And I literally screamed in the whole restaurant. And the whole restaurant was like, ah! <laughs> I love it. <laughs> she says, happy birthday, beauty. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, ladies. So I'm going to have her leave you with the last tip as it relates to relationships. What could you tell our community? advice opinion you being in a relationship as well long term what would be the best advice to women that perhaps may be going through challenges it's funny because I, I i keep going back to this every friday when you ask that question it, it rings more true and more clear every friday um you have to go within there's there's no way around it there's there's no one that's going to be out there that's going to solve your problems um, there's no one that's going to be out there that's going to love you the way that you need to be loved yourself because you only really know that. You know your traumas, you know your childhood, you know what makes you happy and what makes you sad. Um, so if, if anything, once we start going with them, we can start making conscious decisions for ourselves um, and for the people around us and we just start becoming happy, <laughs> you know, and that's ultimately that's that's the goal love that going within makes you feel whole and complete you don't need anybody at that point and then you end up aligning with someone that's also that way and you get to enjoy have a good time in a relationship learn to what emphasize the good things in each other that's what relationships are for we do it the opposite way here we look at relationships and we focus on the bad things of the individual relationships are supposed to be about emphasizing the good in the other human being and that or only what we have to fix yeah right we, a lot of time we go into relationships to fix people or because because we need to be fixed because ourselves us we feel like there's there's something that needs to be worked on so what do we do we take someone that you're you know i know i did this where i was like he's not perfect which is true but i can fix him like that's the worst the worst realization that I had to go through is that I, I couldn't fix him because there's nothing to fix you know it's just an acceptance and an acceptance so accepted so much that you walk away if you need to walk away Absolutely. Yeah, no attachment and the whole fixing is because we like we like projects you know because we bypass our own healing. yeah let me fix that guy so that you know I don't have to worry about what's really going on with them yeah so Although this may seem harsh or it may seem, you know, like too, what about them? Screw them. The reality is, ladies, is that when we change our frequency, we go within, we know who we are. It is so much easier for you to learn to forgive people, number one. And you're going to need that in a relationship. And it is also so much easier for you not to take things personal and understand that you are there to emphasize each other's talents and to have a fucking good time, to enjoy yourselves, you know. My husband and I started very young. He, we, we had a baby at such a young age. Now our kids are older. So we're living kind of like our reverse, you know, of that. So now I told him, look, if you and I don't learn to get along, the minute that our youngest leaves the house, you and I are gonna be done because that's what keeps us together. 
So that's why we had been working so much diligently on making sure we have this union, accepting ourselves versus trying to change ourselves so that it doesn't get worse as you get older, as the other phases of your life actually start to happen. So take care of you ladies and the rest is gonna be pure magic. We love you all so much. Lizzie, thank you. I love you. Thank you for uh, taking the time on your birthday. We're going to finish up these uh, chilaquiles and huevos rancheros right here. Y'all check out my stories to uh, check out the pictures. They look they are delicious. And then I will catch you again on Monday on Valentine's Oh, wait, that's not Valentine's Day. Sunday is on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. I will catch you on Monday the 15th back on the podcast. Thanks, Lizzie. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's Sovereign Woman Movement Show podcast episode. Let's continue the conversation by joining me in my free training on how to heal emotionally and awakening spiritually, where I share with you my exact three-step framework, the SWC method on how to take your sovereignty back. So click on the link below and pick a time that works best for you. Also, follow me on Instagram at Veronica Bear again, I am, and also in our community page at Sovereign Woman Movement. I look forward in connecting with you there. Satnam.